you know, a lot of the times while we were down there, people were like, I don't want this to end. And they're like, well, it's going to end. And you got to be prepared for that. And we're going to prepare you for it. And then it's up to you. Welcome to Connecting the Resilient. This is your host, Andrew Mangan. Little history, I suffered a spinal cord injury in December 2016. I started Connecting the Resilient to share stories of people who've gone through the experience of spinal cord injuries, but also from doctors, researchers, therapists, and more who share their information and their ideas and what they've learned from being in the spinal cord injury community. For more information, please visit our website at www.connectingtheresilient.com. Hey guys, Andrew here. Really excited to share with you my conversation with Roy Tuscany about a program he recently took part in. I spoke with Roy a couple months ago about why he started the High Fives program and what it's grown into. And it was really cool to touch base with him again. I really hope you enjoy the podcast today. And if you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And also, I send out monthly newsletters with updates on the podcast, on the website, as well as stuff that I'm interested in, whether it's articles or books or what we have coming down the line. So if you want to learn more about the upcoming episodes or if you'd like to reach out or just stay up to date on the podcast, please subscribe. Uh, you can go to connectingtheresilient.com and then click the newsletter button and enter your name and email and then you are all set. I really hope you enjoyed the episode, and without further delay, my conversation with Roy Tusky. I'm here with Roy Tuscany from the High Fives Foundation. Roy, thanks so much for joining me. Andrew, what an honor to uh, to join you. And uh, we've got an ocean between us right now with you in Germany and me all the way in California. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, however, I did want to, and I'm glad we can make it work. I really wanted to talk with Roy about um, the program that he participated in and just kind of um, that he's been a, a part of for a couple of years. Uh, it's the 11 week um, ATF training program. And so, Roy, could you give us a little bit of background um, on how this program started and then kind of lay out what it entails, both as like a physical training program and also kind of the mental aspects of the program as well. Totally. You know, I was super fortunate this year to get to move down to Dallas for three months and participate and engulf myself in this ATF uh, 11 week training program, which is nine weeks of personal training that combines with mindfulness meditation and also some healthy living along with really intense personal workouts. Then at the end of nine weeks, you then do a week of training on your own, and then you get to go out on a redeploy, they call it. Uh, they use a very militaristic uh, timeline and kind of structure towards their 11 weeks. And in that 11th week, you go and take the 10 weeks of intense training that you've been doing to go participate in some things that are outside. So we ended up going to Park City uh, to the National Ability Center and uh, partake in everything from sled hockey to adaptive mountain biking to archery to ropes course to just so many fun activities in uh, in such a beautiful setting like Park City. So ATF, this 11-week uh, program, is, is something that is near and dear to my heart as uh, you know, I first found out about it when I got introduced to and started one of the best and longest uh, best friendships uh, ever with the founder, uh, an individual by the name of Dave Vibora, 
who played in the NFL. He was uh, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the 2008 draft. He came from the University of Idaho. He was a Vandal, and he went on to play uh, four and a half seasons between the Rams and the Seahawks. And uh, when Dave got done his time in the NFL, he knew that he needed to find a new purpose. And that new purpose was the creation of uh, the Adaptive Training Foundation. And um, I'm just blessed that I got to participate in it. Yeah, that sounds super cool. And so you talk about kind of the the 10 weeks and then um, the week off and then the week back. And so I'm curious about the kind of mindfulness aspect of the whole training, because I mean, as you know, and as, as I know, and as many of our listeners know, like training with um, an SCI and having to go through PT is just a whole different ball game from working out previously. Um, and so how does, how do um, this program approach that and try to bring together um, all these different people training and how do yep. they, I guess, how do they approach kind of the, the new aspect of training with, with this injury? The coolest thing that they have is their facility. Uh, they have 18,000 square feet uh, right a little north of Texas in a place called Carrollton. Um, the facility is designed around the idea of NFL combine style workouts. They have all of the best equipment possible, but none of the equipment is adapted. What they do instead is they work with their trainers to find the, de the deficits or the, the lack of or the, um, you know, the imbalances that exist after suffering a life-altering injury. And now, remember, ATF was built on veterans. So the original approach was all critically wounded veterans, 100% combat wounded veterans that wanted to find a way to repurpose their recovery um, and do it after they got you know, back over after serving our country and being critically wounded. But now that the program's grown so much, they've started to bring in, um, in you know, civilians like myself. And what they do there, that's just amazing. And, and it's something that I think like what you speak about is, you know, it's so hard to, to try to find someone that understands the deficits, the imbalances, the irregular, irregularities that exist after having a life-altering injury. And what they do there is they, they just push those right to the side. They tell you to fall. They want to see you fall. Because then they understand where your weaknesses are. And then they start to develop programs that over those nine weeks are all developed to get you into the best shape possible. And um, what they're doing there is it's mind-blowing work. And, you know, it's helped me here at High Fives transition, you know, with our trainers and the equipment that we're using inside our Sierra Johnson Healing Center to model a bit what ATF's doing is you don't need to actually get any specialty equipment. You just need to have a special way of thinking of how to adapt it. And that's been a beautiful thing. And I think the best thing that I took out of this is like I can now train myself and I can train other uh, individuals with life altering injuries because of the exercises that I was taught and finding ways to adapt. And I think, you know, one of the sayings that um, at at ATF is adapt and overcome and that the other one is, is is pressure is a privilege. And when you're put into these scenarios, obviously, pressure is elevated to to try to be able to be as as solid as possible. And the biggest thing to me is the fact that, you know, the workouts that I was done, I can now transcend it and bring anywhere else across the country. Yeah, of course. And yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, a, an amazing message. I mean, that's kind of personally what I've always like been trying to push upon myself and anybody I talk to is that 
um, like pushing yourself to the point of failure and then doing it again and again is in my mind and what I found is the best way for me to for me to do that um, and it's really cool that this program kind of preaches that on a much larger scale than just than just one person uh, because I I've, I've found and um, I'm curious to hear whether you you agree uh, in your in your uh, longer experience that a lot of the at least I know the ATF is um, initially aimed towards veterans but at least in spinal cord injury hospital um, where I was and other spinal cord injury rehabilitation centers I find that it's kind of first um, like work out comfortably and then raise the, raise the bar versus what it sounds like this ATF breaches which is attack it until you fail and then do it again and then keep attacking it until you can get it and then move on um, and so that's really cool and it's really good mindset and I think personally I think that's kind of the best way to overcome these injuries uh, but I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on how a program like ATF compares to what traditional spinal cord injury and even really just other traditional life-altering injury rehabilitation is on a more widespread scale. You know I think Everything is needed in the recovery process. You know, you can't jump right into what ATF is is teaching you or, you know, preparing you. Uh, you can't ever like prepare what ATF is. Um, you can't do that right out of the gate, obviously. And because of that, um, you know, you need those platforms that exist, um, you know, from your traditional, you know, inpatient to then outpatient. But once you get to a good point in your recovery, what ATF is doing is they're looking at ways to move forward in the recovery through the workout process. And those workouts that they provide are things that if you have the drive, you can take beyond the walls of ATF and, and put into your own life. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things that they're doing is they're giving you the tools and the steps necessary to be as successful as possible once you leave the program. So, you know, a lot of the times while we were down there, people were like, I don't want this to end. And they're like, well, it's going to end. And you got to be prepared for that. And we're going to prepare you for it. And then it's up to you. And, you know, trying to improve every day by 1%. That's all you need to do. You, you don't need to try to conquer a mountain in one day. Or as the old saying, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Neither is a recovery from a spinal cord injury. So all these steps are necessary from, you know, your acute to then your post-acute to then your outpatient. And then finding a program like ATF that really challenges those that that have the mindset of like achieve and overcome. And I think that's some of the most brilliant things is like you couldn't get to that point to be able to be ready for the workouts, the training at ATF unless you went through those other steps as well. So it's all needed. But once you're ready to take it on, there's, you know, between ATF and what High Fives is doing, there, there's nothing really stronger. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree totally. Um, and it's 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 a good point that it is kind of a long road and all the steps um, need to be hit eventually. And I guess um, kind of what I was trying to, to say more was that um, I found like just by going to like local uh, rehabilitation centers and smaller stuff that isn't as open to the wider um, SCI community in this instance, it's a lot of the beginning steps, but then they never have um, kind of this top-notch um, step like the ATF offers. And so it's really 
um, heartening and interesting to hear about a program that's growing that is kind of pushing that MO. Um, but yeah, so I talked to uh, you and Steve a couple months ago um, about kind of high fives and the goal of high fives. And I'm curious to, I guess, check in on what some of the programs um, you guys are working on now. And I, I follow you on all the social media and I see all the amazing programs like the surf camps and the ski camps. Um, and it's, it's incredible what the program, what the high fives, what the foundation empowers just so many people to do. But um, I was wondering if there's anything specific that you guys are really um, gunning for or working on um, getting to the finish line now. Um, you know, right now, um, we are really just focused on, um, you know, making our programs better. Um, you know, we're not really expanding outside of, you know, we're not bringing on any new programs. We're only trying to make our programs better. And last week was like one of the coolest things that's ever happened is, you know, we started surfing back in 2011 as a way to find a new adaptive outlet to participate in outdoor sports. And the ocean's so healing. But when we first started, we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, absolutely no idea. And, and mother nature in the ocean is is a very complex system. You know, once you start feeling like you have understood the ocean, the ocean's going to come up, slap you down, throw you underwater and be like, no, 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 no. You have no idea what I'm doing today. And don't you ever think that you do. And, you know, over the last, you know, seven years of adaptive surfing through, you know, 11 adaptive surf camps that we've hosted, this past week, what happened was, is we brought some individuals that have been to, you know, some of the very early ones and have progressed and now have become mentors for the organization that come to camps and mentor the new people that are participating in the adaptive sport of surfing. And we just went surfing last week. There were seven of us down in Mexico and all of us were surfing some of the biggest waves we've ever surfed in some of the, you know, in some very tricky situations, you know, with some closeouts and some corals and um, we just went surfing. And it was really cool to see the seven of us work together as a team. We only had two watermen. You know, the national average is 2.4 volunteers to one individual with a disability to participate in an adaptive sport. We operated at seven adaptive athletes to two volunteers. And it was because we worked as a team and we've progressed the sport as individuals and learned, you know, how to just go out in the ocean and surf. And uh, it was absolutely like that was the aha moment like oh my god seven years of of us hosting these adaptive camps all came together when we brought these seven athletes including myself out into the ocean and we just went surfing wow yeah that's um that's incredible and i mean that's kind of the like you said just like the pinnacle of what you're trying to do there and it's so cool to hear like i just had somebody reach out to me a couple weeks ago um, who recently got injured and they asked me, like, how do you replace the, um, like, thrill of sports? And it's, like, in what you just said, what you just summed up, it's it's adapting to and then getting to a point where you're um, kind of rising above the adaptations and, and really entering into the sport in a whole new aspect is, is how you do that. Um, that's just super cool to hear. And... What I wanted to ask um, earlier is you talked a bit about how you took some of your lessons from um, your 11 weeks down in Dallas and applied them to your own gym. Um, but do you foresee, obviously not now as you work to kind of um, fine tune and better your programs, but in the coming years to maybe try to start a program like the 11 week ATF uh, in a more 
um, I guess, spinal cord injury oriented way um, or a new type of program or in addition? No, I, I only see us, you know, utilizing ATF as an, another arm of high fives, you know, our military veterans program where we take right. critically wounded veterans, 22 of them from Reno and Dallas, put them through nine weeks of personal training for then one week of skiing and snowboarding. They're all put through that ATF program. So I only see us extending what we do with ATF and using them as a, an outlet as they're amazing at what they're they're able to accomplish. And then us acting as the facilitators to provide that one week of experience. So their class 13, I was in class 12, class 13 is going to end up going to uh, Enland Surf Park in Austin uh, to go adaptive surfing down there. And we're going to use that as their redeploy. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. And I wish you the best of luck um, on your continued success of high fives. And thanks so much again for being able to talk with me. Um, and I, I'm really excited to check back in in a couple months, a year, and see just how far you guys have come. And, and what you're doing is really incredible. So just keep at it. That was Rory Tuscany. Really hope you enjoyed the episode and be sure to like, subscribe, and sign up for the newsletter for upcoming episodes.